Yes, come in. Mom said you wanted to see me. Yes, Shelley, have a seat. Close the door, please. <clears throat> I've been uh, wanting to talk to you, Shelley. Um, can you tell me why everyone is calling me Karen? Don't worry about it. Well, everybody keeps calling me Karen, and I don't get it. Is it is it like a joke or something? Karen is a pejorative term for a white person who acts overly entitled and demanding. Okay, well, that's fucked up. Don't you think that's a little, like, sexist? I didn't start it. Well, who did? The internet. So, so now somebody is a Karen just because they want to be treated with some respect? I deserve to not have people walk all over me, okay? I have the right to call the cops when things happen. That's fine, Karen. And a six-pack, best of K, all the things that begin with the letter K and the best ones of them with Carolyn Blaney, Carblaze 33 of Hog Story, and it's a new, a lie, son of a, what we Get ready, get set, let's learn about the alphabet, 26 letters, that's it, let's learn about the alphabet, let's learn about the letter K. K is a letter. K is a letter. K is a letter. K is a letter in the alphabet. I say the K sound. Now you say the K sound. beginning of these words, listen for the K sound K. Why is this faggot kike wearing a dress? Whoa! <clears throat> uh, this happens in the Six Pack, episode 211. I'm here with Kaylin Blaney for Best of K. Yeah! Best of the K's! Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, you know both of our names in Russian begin with K? Is this true? Yeah, and I brought clips for both of us. Oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, this is a new live son of a bitch. Let's jump right into it. This is a new live son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, I see Chris in Russian. Let's yes. see you ladies first, right? Caroline. All right. Caroline. I hear that again. Caroline. 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 Okay, let's hear Chris. So Chris, there is Chris's with a K in the United States. I don't think they're all Russian, like Chris Christofferson. That's a double K. Yeah, that's a double K. Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Chris. She pronounces it crease, like a crease in your face. Yeah, it's like a crease. 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 Chris. Hmm. It's well, hard on the know. K. Yeah, more you know. I'm hard on the S. Yeah. We started the show with the hard K there. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know. That, that was a hard K. <laughs> <laughs> I found that that was on BitChute. Uh, and it was some guy on Omegle oh. yelling at some other guy on Omegle. <laughs> 
I'm oh, gonna repeat what he said. No, no. <laughs> well, I have a couple. I have a handful of K's. Okay. Uh, and I see you have more than a handful of K's. Where would you like to start off? Because I mean, for anybody that hasn't listened to this before, Carolyn and I have been going through the alphabet, only doing the consonants, not the vowels. We've been skipping the vowels. Yeah. We've done B, C, D, F, G, H, and J. And now we're on K. I think yes. I got that right. You got that right. Nice. Yeah. Where would you like to start off, Carolyn? Oh, let's see. Um, the let's see. Best of the G, best of the G's. No, that's best of the G's. I heard the last thing you said, and I was like, "Gee, I'm like, hey, oh G's, <laughs> oh G's, <laughs> best of the." There we go. All right. Well, I was I was thinking about. Um, well, I mean, we could we could talk about a meme that I just learned. Do you want to hear about a meme I just learned? Yes. Yes, it is uh, kick.exe. Now, it's a it's a video of um it, of Sonic the Hedgehog with elongated legs and then and then he says something and then he kicks uh, what's the girl in Sonic the Hedgehog tails? Tails, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just tail, it kicks tails out into oblivion. I think I've seen um, this meme. I believe I'm familiar with this meme. Yeah, and this just came out like last month, um, and I just learned about it, and it was pretty funny. Um, so people have been Hi. doing, Sorry. oh yeah, so people have been doing like uh, parodies of it, uh, different languages in it. The original was in Japanese, and then. Uh, there's other ones in different languages, so um, you can you can play the kick.exe clip. I like the coconut Ooh. kick sound. Like dunk. Dunk. Donk. And, Is that how you would spell that I, noise? Donk. Donk. Yeah. Yeah, I would say or that. Plunk. Maybe plunk. 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 Plunk or donk. Donk. <laughs> Maybe it depends on if you're if you're falling or you're going up. Cause I, I think I think it get, I think Tails gets kicked and then goes flying up and out. Now there I found there was other ones that have the translation. So that's uh Kick.exe. I think there's one English, Polish, French that I that I clipped. As is said before, in your case, Hello, hello, Chris. Hello, Carolyn. Hey, hello. Is this, is this hey, Reverend Pfeiffer. It is indeed. Yeah, I thought What's I was on hey. the voicemail. You're live on the air. Oh, you run a yeah, voicemail. Shit. Should I hang up on you right now? I forgot to hit Do Not Disturb. No, it's fine. Okay, just do, okay. Wait, wait, <laughs> stop. Just do exactly what you're going to do for the voicemail right now, live. How about that? Yeah. But we won't interrupt. Well, the thing I like about the leather K is uh, its ability to stand alone as a response as far as, you know, text messages and things like that go. And it's a very subtle response that 
acknowledges what the person said, but also kind of uh, carries forth your disdain for what they said. If you know what I mean. Now, go ahead and talk. Well, you can also use K if somebody didn't say anything and they haven't replied to you. And then you just text K. What's like more irritating to get a response of K or a thumbs up? Oh, mm. It depends on the context, but I would say thumbs up is more annoying. Emoji, just because emojis are kind of gay. That's true. Yeah, I think K is acceptable, but then emojis. I guess it depends on, on what it is. Um, they yeah, made an emoji I think movie. They didn't the make a K movie. No, they didn't. You're right. They always make movies about stuff that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah. I mean, there was Agent K in Men in Black. Oh, yeah. Agent K. Speaking of. Wasn't Agent K. uh, Was that Rip Torn? No, no. That was Tommy Lee Jones, wasn't it? Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Okay. Z was was, uh, uh, Rip Torn. We were just talking about Rip Torn last night in the movie Defending Your Life. Defending Your Life. I was was going to ask you about that um, because I heard you talking about Rip Torn. I'm a huge fan of. And it's not often that people talk about Rip Torn. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> You're about as useful as a poopy flavored lollipop. Uh, there's a. I hadn't seen Defending Your Life until Cresh had recommended it, and I, I for, we already talked about all this last night. But I yeah. one thing I forgot to mention last night: I didn't know where the sound drop from OBDM that, that Mike plays all the time is. This is damn exciting stuff. I didn't know what that was from until I watched yeah. Defending Your Life and Rip Torn says that in that movie. And now I know. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, Pfeiffer, I know while you're Rip here, Torn. do you want to hear about ketamine? <laughs> yeah, let's go down the K-hole. All right. <laughs> uh, so this is <laughs> this is a kid. Uh, what? No, wait. Actually, no, this is a Scottish guy. I'll play the Scottish guy first. This is a Scottish okay. guy that's getting ketamine for an ankle surgery. Um, a fracture across a few of the bones of your ankle. Right. So it might need an operation to fix it. Okay. Before the operation, Neil's ankle must be manipulated back into place. Oh. This should actually clunk back in fairly quickly. Right. You just need a good painkiller. Right, cool. Um, so the one that we actually use now more commonly is ketamine. One of ketamine is a fairly powerful uh, anaesthetic drug and it's quite unique. It works by dissociation. So the patient may be awake but not aware of their surroundings uh, rather than being completely under like some of the other anaesthetics. So think of somewhere nice, generally. Wittenberg Bay, South Africa. Fantastic. Brilliant. Nice sunny day. Think of happy times. And when you wake up, we'll have this plaster on for you. Brilliant. Okay. Start to feel your eyes. Going slightly odd. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So he's had some ketamine. It's it's pretty uh, strong stuff. So he may scream out in pain or do any of this stuff, but he's actually Uh, unaware of what's going on. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And a tube. Open your eyes for me. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. Good stuff. As the team manipulates his ankle back into place, Neil is oblivious. (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he's having the time of his life. Neil's ankle stable until his surgery. Okay, Neil. (laughs) 
I'm the man. Please remove this your black bar and make sure the roller coaster good. to the right. Yeah! Whoa! Baby! Go for it! Yeah! Okay, man. Excellent! That's you, you've got your plaster on, okay? What, well, already? Yeah. No. You did well. Come on, that's, that's you done, okay? Ooh, you had geez. quite a good wee trip there. Alright, so we'll leave Man, you to it. Man, that's a biscuit. Snake line, on. long roll snake tube ever. Okay, awesome bar. Thank you, liked it. That was the best biscuit long row snake tube ever. I get what he's talking about with the snake tube. You kind of go down like a tunnel mm. with snakes in it. But uh, I don't know. You <laughs> yeah. want to? You want to hear some more people on ketamine? <laughs> I do. This like is great. Sporting events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked when he went. I'm the man. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Scottish accent really helps. It does. It does. But, not done yet? Nope. They what? just got the first stage. So this is a kid laying on a hospital bed, bound up with his arms tied, uh, to, and his dad's filming him. But, not done yet? Nope. They what? just got the first stage started. No way. Yeah. Dad. What? I love you. I love you too. Can you see me? Yep. Can I see you? <laughs> nope. Why? Because you need to rest. I know I need to rest. I need to put my hands down and my head back <laughs> and take a nap. Yeah. Am I right? Yep. All right. It's well, like to you. Good night. Good night. Love you. I love you too. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Hey, bud. How's oh. it going? <laughs> I heard you're having a good time. Oh, I'm having a good time, all right. You are? Yeah. Good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Show me your tits. <laughs> hey, quit. I know. I'm so quit. You can tell her you're sorry. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Dad, dude, okay? No, I'm good, thank you. You guys give me extra jokes. This is crazy. I ain't never heard nothing like it. Get this on Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. Yeah. Right, cool. You be respectful when women come in. I know, I'm sorry. I'm gonna slow I don't think so, buddy. Cool, are you sending me over to UC? Uh, probably in the morning they are. I bet. <laughs> hey, Mark. Hey, guys. How you feeling? Pretty good. I heard you were feeling good. Yeah, sorry for us that earlier. Oh, I wasn't in, in here. Did you say something mean? Yeah, I said something. I said I told her to show me the tits. <laughs> I didn't mean to, you know. It was just out of instinct. It was just out of instinct. Anyway, I told her to show me her tits. I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to hear like side by side of people on ketamine and then people on morphine because the morphine is like, going to be a lot more slurring of words, I would imagine. It, it is, and yeah, a lot more low yeah. energy, yeah, yeah. That was high energy. Uh, <laughs> I got, uh, I got one more. It's a twelve-year-old on ketamine. Oh my, okay. Do, do do we know the context of why? All these guys are in hospitals. Okay. They're using it as a pain anesthetic, whatever. This is all new to me, by the way. That this that so you never mean, snorted ketamine? 
No, I know about ketamine. <laughs> I, I it's it's like but what I'm saying is um I in the in a hospital setting um it's just like when I've been last time I was in a hospital they gave me morphine. <laughs> Well, so what ketamine does is it's less addictive and it's less of a narcotic. They use it. They use a uh, ketamine therapy. Actually, I wasn't going to play it, but I have a clip on Theo Vaughn talking about doing ketamine therapy. But they also mm. have come to realize that ketamine, instead of dampening the pain, it makes your brain interpret pain differently. So you're almost not even paying attention to the pain or you don't sense it as pain. So when they were I messing see. with that guy's okay. foot, instead of experiencing it as uncomfortable pain, he was experiencing it as like, whoa, whoa, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So here's a 12-year-old on ketamine. They all kind of describe the K-hole where you go into the tunnel and you see snakes. Oh, I've heard of this. Shit, bro. <laughs> the, kid, the opening <laughs> line of the kid, that was some multidimensional shit, bro, this 12-year-old. <laughs> you have to play that again. Shit. Sorry. I'll play it back. Whoa. Here we Sorry. go. <laughs> Multidimensional shit, bro. Str- stranger things. I was going through portals. I was in NBA for at first, and then, and then. How did the draft and go? Then, and then I was looking, and then there was, and then there, there was carbon fiber. Hey, what happened to the basketball? Uh, I spiked it. Did you do any swishes? Uh, or did you just yeah. throw that out the window in a different but- direction? Um, We're in the hospital. I, I the hospital. can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't control myself. <laughs> hey, do you see what I'm doing? Fuck you, bitch. No Pazzarotti. <laughs> no Pazzarotti. No you do that a lot when you do your teeth. Remember? That's my favorite. Hey, look at your arm. What color cast? Look at that. You got red. Are you sure I broke my arm? I'm pretty sure it's just a dream. It was. You're on some weed shit, dog. <laughs> I'm not in the normal world. Did you know we're living in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in simulations. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, for sure. TikTok? Yeah, it's an app I downloaded. TikTok or TED Talk? TikTok. 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 Yeah, we're in a simulation, bro. It's like, TED Talk would never have it's that. Like, um, so I guess this happens okay. quite a bit. Sometimes, so, you just don't know what's going to yeah. come out. Yeah. So I can see the screen, and then and then it can explode. Fuck! And then it can, and then it can Stop explode. Bro! Yeah, I think I can remember this. The nurse is like, "Stop talking to him." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like, I got my a, third eye open, bro. <laughs> that's a ten-minute video. There's some good ISOs in there, though, and all those. Oh that's yeah, pretty good. That's, that's uh, an advanced twelve-year-old. That's all I got for ketamine, unless you want to hear Theo Vaughn talk about doing ketamine therapy. Oh, but, uh, we could do that. You know, I do like I do like Theo Vaughn. I do like Theo. And I, yeah, he's pretty cool. And then uh, after that, I got I I want to throw some special K commercials at you. Oh, see, special K is kind oh of yeah, tangentially yeah. related. Yeah, they are. Oh, they cool. are. I, I've heard I've heard of this. Uh, Special K referred to ketamine as that, so I thought that would be a great segue. Yeah, that's what I realized, that something was going on. I didn't know what it was. A lot of it was anger, man. Anger at what? I don't know. Nothing? No specific reason? I tried. I mean, I tried, like, um, I've just done a ton of yoga. I did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Isn't that that amazing for, like, relieving anger? Oh, you're so peaceful after you get out of there. Yoga, meditation. I tried the ketamine. Um, oh, you do the nasal spray? No, I did the shoot them up. Oh, did you really? 
Did you do the IV? Yeah. You went IV. to a doctor? Six sessions, yeah. With a therapist in the room. Did you trip balls? Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Dude, there was a moment, no joke, where I thought it was a tonsil. There was a time where I thought it was a tonsil. A tonsil. Maybe you are. Human, bro. Yeah, totally. I wouldn't be Maybe shocked. Maybe we're all. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be That's shocked. That's pretty good. I would be shocked. I thought I was a tonsil. Pfeiffer, <laughs> have you ever done ketamine? I have not. Okay. Well, the night's young. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't have a cat. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I can't get that bootleg veterinarian ketamine. Is, I thought, is it a cat tranquilizer or a horse tranquilizer? I've always been told it was a cat tranquilizer. I think uh, horse tranquilizer was, uh, that's something else. I think that's the date rape drug, maybe? H? <laughs> is it H or something like that? I thought that? H was heroin. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not well, the most experienced drug user out there. Uh, uh, I don't, but I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was something like, something like that. Um, anyway, I'm sure I'll, she'll figure it. I'm sure somebody will leave us a voicemail and let us know. <laughs> now I have some special K clips special. from Kellogg's special K back in the nineties when, uh, the special K commercials were sexy and they had to use sex to sell cereal. You can lose weight and still not like what you see. Because without enough exercise and protein when you diet to lose fat, you might lose muscle too. Special K gives you the highest level of protein available in a cereal. And protein can help you keep muscle while you lose fat. So make the Special K breakfast part of your daily diet and exercise plan. Special K. Keep the muscle, lose the fat. So that was two ladies at the at the by by the poolside, and one of them she gets up and she's wearing her be- her bathing suit and she's she she just had a bowl of special K and and she's uh, she's and the other woman's looking at her like huh how could I look like that and then and then she looks at oh she no oh I, she grabs the box of special K and just looks at it like oh this is how I could also have a poolside bod and uh, it was it's uh, they they knew how to sell cereal back then not like now it, they don't do that anymore it, this sounds like the same era as the wow potato chips that gave everybody explosive diarrhea. <laughs> wow, potato chips. Remember that? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Jamie Deluxe <laughs> introduced me to those when he was on. They had some wow oh. potato chips, and they got, they, it was made with some kind of soy oil. Yeah, I can't uh, remember the name oh. of it. I know, but it caused the anal leakage. Yeah, anal leakage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. not good. Wow, potato and this, chips. So there's another one. The UK Special K commercial was way sexier. So wow. it's it's uh the it was a, a man and woman they're having their breakfast and that's I'll I'll set it up like that. And that's where they're talking. That's where we'll set Shots it up. Let's go to back. Are they? You know you used to look great in a mini. Did I? Light, crisp, special K, low in fat, high in protein, with no cholesterol. Yeah, honey. Why, darling? The well-balanced breakfast that keeps you in shape. When did you get that? I bought it yesterday. By the way, I think your cup's full. Special K keeps you looking good. 
Oh, he was overfilling his coffee because he was He's looking over- at her ass or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was so taken by by the way she was looking as she walked out the door. So he was pouring pouring his coffee and it spilled everywhere. You know how like I how really you look? Eat some days. fucking cereal, you dumb worthless whore. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the days where body shaming was normalized in yeah. mainstream advertising, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I thought this was funny. In 1996, they had a special case. All of these have been 33 seconds so far. That's I'm impressed. That's oh, that's great. That's great. All the special case commercials. Did you didn't do that on purpose? You didn't cut it right at 33 seconds. No, I didn't. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it just just happened that way. So yoga pants. Yoga pants. So it's a lady. She's she's trying to figure out what she wants to wear, or and how she wants to wear it. And she's in front of her mirror. Uh, that's that's how I'm setting it up. Wow. No. I like this. I don't know what's happening visually, but I like the Seinfeld base to open the. Car. I know. Yeah, they had the Seinfeld base. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out. Wow. No. I couldn't. How could I? I know. Hmm. How about? The belt. Whatever the look you're after, I couldn't. Special K is a great help at achieving it. Great toasted taste, just 110 calories, and fat-free. Well, maybe just around the house. Kellogg's Special K. Great taste never looks so good. Or maybe around the block. (laughs) Special K. same energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that the same special K that tastes like corn scabs? <laughs> I've never, I don't think I've actually ever had special K, but I've definitely never had a corn scab. No, I have not had a corn scab. Had special K, but not corn scab. What are corn scabs, Pfeiffer? Yeah. How do I avoid these? Well, they sound bad. There's scabs made out of, like the kind of thing you can eat and not think of, like, you have to think about scabs. You cannot think about scabs. Something like you talking about cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like scabs, man. I guess so. Down on scabs. I guess. Yeah. I never, never heard them described. And now, now you probably have ruined cornflakes for me for forever. <laughs> I know the guy that invented cornflakes. The Kellogg's. Speaking of K, that's a Kellogg's. That's a K. That's K. I know. Well, He's yeah. Kel- I guess that's why it's called Special K because it's made by Kellogg. But the, K- the guy that invented Kellogg's was he invented cornflakes as an anti-masturbatory thing for kids. He he yeah. he didn't want kids jerking off, so he invented cornflakes, which sounds made up, but it's true. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Kellogg's. That guy was pretty whack. All right, I got one more. Oh, it's thirty-two seconds. You fucked up on this one. <laughs> I, I fucked one it up. <laughs> <laughs> one, I got one more from you. Oh, you nice. To the get the protein, lose the fat. Um, I think this is another one on the beach. If I recall correctly, um, yeah, and it's a lady in it, and, and she's in the, in the sorry, and she's a she's a lady, and she's just in the in the water with her bathing suit on, ve- very much uh, accentuating the hips. So and she the looks good, suit. or is she a chunker? She, no, she looks good. No, oh, this is the nineties. Been dieting with a very special day in mind, which could mean you're not getting your daily amount of protein. Because many foods that provide protein are also high in fat. But not this one. Kellogg's Special K. 
the only cereal that's fat-free and a good source of protein. So make Special K part of your future plans and get into that dress you've been dying to wear. Kellogg's Special K. Get the protein, lose the fat. Sounds like the Shrim Healing Center. <laughs> the Shrim. Shrim. Remember? Shrim. Shrim. No, what's Shrim Healing Center? Oh, God. It's from the Billion Dollar Movie. Shrim. Oh, okay. Okay. Remember Shrim? Yeah. Shrim. Shrim. Yeah, here we go. Shrim. Uh, right, Shrim Alternative Healing Center. Shrim Alternative. Like they have a video here, guys. You want to watch a movie, son? Good day. I'm Dr. Dunstrutz. And I want to thank you for choosing the Shrim Alternative Healing Center. Shrim. Shrim can help you achieve premium body health. Shrim. I can feel the crystals in my butthole right now. <laughs> hmm? You must locate your inner Shrim. Shrim begin? <laughs> I will help you find your shrimp along with my sons. Shrimp! I put the uh, visual in the chat as a Oh, thank you. Shrimp's not in a K word, so that's enough of that. No, no. Kellogg's, that's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. And it's high in protein because it's scabs. I got uh, one about. That, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll leave you guys to it. How's that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can just. I don't care. You can stay or go. Ah, uh, uh, now I gotta make a call. So, okay, another call. Wait, you're uh, on a call. Wait, put call them yeah, yeah. on this phone line, and you can have them <laughs> join us. Yeah, I don't think they'd like. <laughs> Sitting right, alone well, here. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you, Piper. Thanks for calling in. All right, thanks for calling right. in, Piper. All right, later, guys. Bye. Later. Bye bye. bye. All right. <laughs> All right. The, the do not disturb is on. So if people want to leave voicemails, that'll work now. All right. Uh, cool. Oh, yeah. Swords. What kind of sword swords. starts with a kate? A kate? A katana. Oh, a kate. A katan. The Japanese katana. The katana is the traditional weapon of the samurai, the noble class of warriors in feudal Japan since around 800 AD. The katana was formed from hundreds of thin layers of the purest steel available. The quicker draw of the sword was well suited to combat where life versus death depended on the weapon you carried into battle. Over the centuries, the katana has taken on many mythical properties in legend and culture, from an ability to slice through other swords to splitting a hair. Yeah, splitting (laughs) a hair. Splitting a hair. Now, I have a clip. Uh Wow, I suck. Both these are 32 seconds. That clip and this next clip. Katana injury live on the Shop at Home Network. 1101-1816 is the item number on this one. And the nice thing about these practice katanas... Oh! Oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt big time. A piece of that just... The tip just got me, Odell. Oh, no. oh, that got me good. You all right? Oh, a piece that... of that tip just got me. It just got him. Oh, Folks, right now. We I'm are imagining a lot of blood. May need emergency surgery in the studio. <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Oh, no. He sliced himself pretty good with that katana. Ooh, that's they're going to sell a lot of katanas that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's from the Shop at Home Network live on the air. 
I got I got one more quickie. Uh, Kakuna. Right. Booberry recommended. You know what a Kakuna is? No. I did not either. If you had stuck to them like Lou, we wouldn't be wandering aimlessly trying to fix being twerpless and honeyless. The twerps have to be here somewhere, so we'll find them. <laughs> I hate litterbugs. Those are Kakuna, Jess. Which is falling to Beedrill! Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, no, my eyes! My eyes! So, Kakuna is a Pokemon that evolves into Beedrill, which is a bee that has drills on it as a stinger. Oh. So I found this clip of this wackadoo guy explaining what the heck is a Kakuna. Hey, I'm not so a strainer, and what the fluffy is this Pokemon? That Pokemon is Kakuna, <laughs> Whittle's first evolution. Kakuna continues the life cycle of Whittle, with it being the pupil stage of the evolution line. In fact, Kakuna may be a corruption of Cocoon, which is actually its Japanese name. It looks to be based on the pupa of a bee or wasp down to the black spots that serve as its eyes. But anyway, that is all I have for Kakuna, but let me know if I missed something and don't forget to stick around for more Pokemon content. Oh, I think I found one and I'll drop it in the chat, I see. A Kakuna. Kakuna. Oh, that's what that looks like. Yeah. It's it's a Pokemon in a cocoon. Yep. And it evolves into Beedrill. Oh, whoa. If you scroll Beedrill. down on the page, yeah, Weedle to Kakuna to Beedrill. Beedrill's got drills for hands. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, you know how dangerous that is? So that's a bee with that flies and it has drills on its hands. Yep. That's terrifying. Crazy. <laughs> the bees, so not bad. the bees. Not the bees. Well, <laughs> bees I, uh, everywhere. That's all I, I, I I'm going to toss toss it back to you. All right. All right. I've uh I have um how about we go down under? Cuz there's cool down under. Crikey. Crikey, mate. Let's go check out some koalas. How about that? Okay. Well, Steve Irwin and Terry Irwin. Koalas. Cute, cuddly Australians. And we got to weigh them all the time. Have a look at this. This is little Berry. She's actually upset because she's been separated from her mama. Isn't she just darling? It's all right, here's your baby here, sweetheart. When they have offspring, we have to monitor their weight. They can fluctuate in one night to a critical level. So we weigh them every other day. Let's do Berry first, will we? Okay. Come on, Matilda. Come on here now. I know, I know. I know, sweetheart. All right. In you go. Here's a little koala. Woo, look at you. Look at the scales going up. Crikey, you're no, almost a kilo. You're almost a kilo. Oh, little baby. Oh, little baby. Oh, she's cute. Up on my head now. She feels most secure on my head because she can grip hold of the fur my hair. Now, we have to weigh mummy. You're all right, sweetheart. There's a girl. Thank you. And go. Okay, six point, almost 6.5. Notice the way she's trying to grip. She doesn't like being on the scale. She doesn't feel secure. Koalas are one of the best tree climbing animals on the face of the earth. And they're marsupials. The funny thing is with the koala is that their pouch actually faces backward. There's your mummy. There's your mama. There's a girl. You got your You're mom? back on mama now. 
You're all right. Gorgeous. They are just gorgeous. You can see why they're the Australian icon. Have a look at this for a bunch of girls. <laughs> hey? Oh, she's a bit Very shy. cute. Okay, back onto the tree. Alrighty. Hang on tight, little berry. Oh, right. Don't you just love koalas? Just want to squeeze their cheeks and kiss them right on the nose. They're pretty cute. The video is They do? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, no. Look it up. Koalas and chlamydia. It's a huge oh, problem. Koalas and chlamydia. Is it like they're giving it to each other or they like they could give it to humans? I guess it's like they give it to humans, right? Chla- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I get you probably have to fuck a koala to get chlamydia from a koala. Oh. But I don't I thought it was just sexually transmitted, but maybe not. What do I know? Oh. Why the heck do so many koalas have chlamydia? Um one of the leading killers of Australia's endearing koalas is a deb- debilitating bacteria infection called chlamydia. Uh, do they tell you how they are how they get it? I've never had chlamydia, yeah. but I hear it makes your pee feel like hot lava. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've not had that either, but uh, let's see. Young oh, adult koalas catch chlamydia just as people do through through sexual transmission. Okay. Huh. That's... Wow. Oh. Oh, well. Poor poor koalas. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. But, um, I have, uh, I have other clips. I've got, I've got one from, uh, from WWF. (laughs) Oh, shit. For Kane. I don't know why I didn't think about that. He's my mayor. But I did. He's your mayor? He's the mayor of Knox County. Yeah. Oh. Glenn Jacobs, Kane. I knew he was mayor, but I didn't know he was your mayor. He's my mayor. Oh, well, like he's him. here. Here's your mayor calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh shit! We just received word that Kane will tell us in his own words why he accepted Stone Cold Steve Austin's challenge to a rematch. Kane, less than 24 hours ago, you became the WWF champion. Why would you grant Stone Cold Steve Austin an immediate rematch? I'll tell you what, Kane and Austin, we'll get it on here what tonight. Is that? Who what is, is this? I don't know. Pardon? And then they cut to what looks like the Undertaker with his bags going to the going to the to the arena, getting ready, getting ready for a fight. It definitely looked like the Undertaker. People I hate don't know. Glenn G- like people. Well, see, people who love him or hate him, but I know a lot of people that just hate his guts as mayor. Oh, really? But they're also the people what? that think that, well, they're mad that he's not making kids wear masks in schools. I know some libtards out here. Oh, uh, he's, okay. He's anti-NSA spying, anti-mask, pro-weed. He's pretty libertarian. But in case you're wondering, but also the kind of stuff he does on Twitter, I'm at Glenn Jacobs' Twitter right now. And this is okay. one of his recent tweets. It's National yeah. Cheeseburger Day. What is your favorite cheese to pair with a burger? Swiss, American, pepper jack, or pimento? An American won by a landslide. Pimento got less than 4% of the vote. And he replied with, wow, no cheddar. Uh, <laughs> what do you, 
What do you say? I'm trying to find it here. I don't know how to get to the re- the reposts now mm. on X. Oh, yeah, they, they call ruined it Twitter. reposts. Yeah, they're not retweets yeah. anymore. Well, he, he basically, I saw him complaining that Pimento got no love. Oh, um, yeah. But that's yeah. Kane. Was he the brother of the devil? Is that what he was? Yeah, he was the brother of uh, of the Undertaker. But I don't know if they were real brothers. I don't. I think they were just supposed to be brothers. They're supposed to be brothers? Yeah. What was his last name? Is Glenn, Glenn Kane? Mask Glenn, Glenn Jacobs. Jacobs. Okay. Yeah. No, so a, mayor of Knox name. County. He uh he did a really cool thing where he stopped the any kind of mandates for kids getting vaccinated to go into school. Knox County. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I like him, but yeah, a lot of people are uh, here hate his guts, but uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I got I got one that you might. Uh, this is from Huffington Post, but it's a double K. Oh, King Kong is a cinematic icon. <laughs> Over the course of 85 years, his story has been told in eight different films and countless adaptations. Released in 1933, the original film, King Kong, was a smash hit that spawned an immediate follow-up. The film was known for its thrilling action sequences and never-before-seen special effects. The series then continued with two Japanese-made installments, a 1976 reboot with 1986 sequel, and finally, Peter Jackson's 2005 remake of the original film. Kong returns in 2017 in Kong Skull Island, a reimagining of the original story. Historically, King Kong's character has been rooted in a racially charged narrative. (gasps) To understand how, it's important to look closely at the storyline. Here's a refresher. A group of men, accompanied by a beautiful woman, traveled to an uncharted island inhabited by savages who worship a giant ape named Kong. The men capture Kong and display him in New York City as the eighth wonder of the world. Driven by love, Kong escapes, takes the beautiful woman, and climbs a tower, only to be shot down by warplanes. You know, your classic Beauty and the Beast tale. Oh no, it wasn't the airplanes. It was Beauty killed the beast. Not really. Creator Marion C. Cooper crafted a story that illustrated black hysteria and xenophobia. Cooper denied this, claiming that he never intended to do so. So King Kong is rooted in racism. By the way, the guy that wrote it says uh, he denies that it has anything to do with racism and all that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's rooted in racism. I think the people that are racist are the people that see a giant monkey and go, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real racism. Yeah. Uh, I got one more minute of this uh, Huffington poster. Creator Marion C. Cooper crafted a story that illustrated black hysteria and xenophobia. Cooper denied this, claiming that he never intended to do so, but the racial parallels exist. Take another look, this time with key identifiers. A group of white men, accompanied by the quintessential white woman, traveled to an uncharted island inhabited by native savages who worship a giant black beast named Kong. The men capture the beast and bring him to America in chains. We'll give him more than chains. He's always been king of his world, but we'll teach him fear. Are you with this so far? So because gorillas are black and the big gorilla mm-hmm. is black and they put him in chains, that's racist. Also, why'd it have to be mm. a pretty blonde white woman? woman? So it's basically like, oh, like big black guys fall in love with what? Like, you see, it's so stupid yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, I see Fucking, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, I, I'm surprised they haven't, they haven't um, compared it to uh, slavery yet. Have they done that yet? 
Well, they, they she just said, and they bring him back in chains. And they bring America. him back. So yeah. They, yeah. I, I wonder if that's going to follow into this is about slavery. And, and how it's good. Yeah. In chains. We'll give him more than chains. He's always been king of his world, but we'll teach him fear. Sound familiar? Not long after, the beast escapes his captors and steals the woman. She is saved by heroic white men who kill the black beast and reunite her with her intended mate. White saviors. Whether Cooper intended to or not, Kong can be interpreted as an allegory for the American slave trade and interracial relationships. In the latest remake, Kong Skull Island, director Jordan Vogt Roberts insists his reboot will distance itself from early films while still maintaining the essence of the Kong story. The comments for that video were hilarious. Now, is this um, what 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 is this the two thousand five one where uh, they dressed uh, Jack Black as uh, he? Was no, that, the, the one with Kong? Andy Serkis, the guy that plays Gollum. No, um, this was well. This came out when they were making Kong Skull Island or whatever, and then they did Kong oh. versus Godzilla, which was the new one about Hollow Earth and all that. They oh, go inside okay. the Earth, and there's that underwater underground land, and Godzilla fights King Kong, but then they have to team up at the end. Spoiler alert. Mm. fight like Mothra or some shit. Oh, no, they have to fight Mechazilla, the the Godzilla that's a robot. That's right. Oh, they didn't even... Did they even cast a Kong in this one? I'm looking at the uh, Kong Skull Island. Well, I think it's just a CGI monkey, so... Oh, okay. Because like in the, the King Kong uh, 2005 film, they actually did uh, cast somebody, but, of course, they used the... Uh, a motion picture capture. Andy Circus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It yeah, wasn't Jack Black. And Andy Circus also plays the chef on that one. Well, Jack Black is in that movie. Oh, he is. Oh, he's the he's the film director. Yeah, and Andy Circus is the chef, but he also I think well he he did the acting and motion capture of Gollum in Lord of the Rings. My precious. Mm. Oh, Tatis. I see. Watch Tatis, hey. <laughs> oh, Tatos. <laughs> Uh, I, st- I still think Jack Black could have been a great King Kong. While we're on the topic of racism, <laughs> let's talk about a triple K. That was a double K. Let's talk about a triple K. Ooh, triple K. All right. The KKK. The, the new one or the old the biggest one? biggest news story. Is there a new one? I, I thought they had a, like a new one, like the new Coke. I thought it was like new Coke. I don't know. I don't really follow them that much. <laughs> the last thing I really learned about the KKK was from Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. It was the biggest news story on the planet. There was so much at stake in this case. Billion dollar companies, properties all over the country, and four children. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, they are our royal family. The stated reason for the divorce was irreconcilable differences. What we really learned in this case was this was a toxic relationship. What did it tell about his character to fight for his marriage? She had to walk through the fire so that she could be free. Kanye may be a rich and powerful artist, but he's never dealt with something as powerful 
as the Kardashian legal machine. Over the course of this divorce, Kanye seemed to run through 10 lawyers, maybe more. This was not a guy that was going to take the end of his marriage lying down. I could see in her eyes how much pain this woman is going through. She's absolutely calculating. Sparrow, where is his support? Kanye is completely, utterly alone in the world. There you go, the KKK, Kim Kardashian oh. and Kanye. Oh, I didn't even know you were going to go there, and you did. Kim nice. Kardashian and Kanye. That's three Ks. Three I do, Ks. I do, I do actually have <laughs> a, a clip on the real KKK. I managed to arrange a last-minute super-secret meeting with a man who would only refer to himself as Exalted Cyclops Edward. Exalted Cyclops Edward agrees to do a super secret meeting with this guy that works for Vice News. This is from a Vice News documentary called The KKK versus the Crips versus the Memphis City Council. The same man who had announced the Klan rally to the local media. He wasn't shy about giving his opinions on race. White man and a black woman just rolled by on a four-wheeler. What do, what do you feel about that? That's disgusting. Yeah. Stick with your own race. So I imagine you're not so happy with our president. Uh, no, not at all. Well, yeah, I'm very happy with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to say he has made the Klan a lot stronger. That's the only thing good he's done. He's talking about Obama. This is a guy in a mask. He's probably oh. a fed. He's probably a fed. Probably. As most current KKK members are. That's the K- that's the new Coke version of KKK. Now it's just all feds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting it on ghost yeah. sheets. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think this is going to be a larger rally than they've seen here in Memphis. There's so much media involved with it with the the gang members and all of that that concerned it's going to be a huge riot. When you go to the rally, what are you going to say to people? What What is your... Um... We're not here for the black race, for the Mexican race. Uh, we're here because of the changing of our parks, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. You won't hear the N-word coming out of anybody up there. You know, our Imperial Wizards already told everyone coming, do not use the N-word. We're here about our parks being changed, and that's it. We're an organization that tries to stand up for the white rights and people so scared to stand up together. And we're trying to tell them, come out, you know, quit being worried about it, you know, and let's stand together and take over, you know, take back what is ours. Come here. Stay out of the frame. Come here. Come here. Come back. Come back. Come back. You got to go. Okay. Get in. So I don't know what, what happened. I don't know if they were spooked by the four-wheeler again, but something's going off. Then we probably get the fuck out of here. That's what my spider sense is telling me. <laughs> what happened? Uh, the guy on the four wheeler. Yeah. Questioning uh, one of our guys up front. Okay. And then three cops pulled in and followed the guy with the four wheeler in, so we didn't know, you know, what was going on. Oh wow. You know, he left. He come by with a black yeah. girl on the back. They come back with a white girl on the back. Yep. And I noticed they had a police radio on the front of the four-wheeler. Oh, okay. So the KKK was protesting against the changing of, speaking of Forrest Gump, because Forrest Gump was named after Bedford Forest. Oh, okay. And Bedford Forest Park in Memphis, it was having its name changed because he was, you know, he founded the KKK or was the Grand Wizard of the KKK, whatever. And the KKK was protesting against that name of the park being changed. And it made me think of this thing from South Park when uh, Jimbo and his friend infiltrate the KKK because they don't want the Confederate flag to be changed. But the KKK also doesn't want the Confederate flag to be changed. So they infiltrate the <laughs> KKK and try to convince the KKK to be for the flag getting changed. <laughs> Let's say they 
should change the flag. Uh, what's that, brother? I think we should switch sides. Me too. That's a good idea. Look, we have to accept the fact that most people in the world hate us, right? Yeah. So whatever side we're on is the side that's going to lose, right? Right. So why don't we all say that we want the flag changed? That way, most folks will vote to keep it the way it is. That's a great idea, brother! Yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a clever move. <laughs> now, I have... I watched... I had seen the full hour years ago, but I had forgotten about it until I went back down the KKK rabbit hole. Alex Jones in 1999 bullhorned the KKK. Oh, cool. Right after Waco, which I'm, you know about Waco, I assume. Yeah. They yeah. burned down the branch of Indians and killed all those kids, the ATF and all that. Oh, well, yeah. the KKK, when that became a huge outroar, the KKK was doing public rallies protesting against the government for um, against Waco. The KKK was like, oh, they're killing us. They're they're killing uh, our people at Waco. And so the KKK, which Alex assumed probably correctly, was feds. And I think he had documents to back it up. Because if the, it, it's almost the exact same thing that happened there with the flag, whatever the KKK supports, everybody else is going to go against. So if you're if you're the feds and you're controlling the KKK, then if mm-hmm. the KKK is mad that Waco happened, then everybody else is going to be like, well, I don't want to be on the side of the KKK. Oh, you see yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. I so they're used as saying, a weapon yeah. like that. So anyway, AJ goes and bullhorns the KKK. We don't want terrorists here. We want our country back. That's why we're standing up. Come on, tell them, people. It goes on for an hour, and the more that, like, the lady and all those people are trying to do the their own speeches about Waco, Alex, the entire hour of the rally, when they're standing on the courthouse steps, the KKK is Alex is across the street just yelling at him with a bullhorn, calling him feds. <laughs> this is when they first, hey, this one's, this is a 33 second, there's been a lot of 33 second long clips here by accident. Oh, uh, that's great. Alex, this is when they first, the KKK first arrives, and Alex is yelling at him. Tell you, that's quite a payroll to dress up in a Halloween suit. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween was last week. That's right. Federal agents, ladies and gentlemen, you can be guaranteed that one of these individuals is a federal informant, guiding the rest of the hapless chiefs. That's what we're talking about here today, ladies and gentlemen, is federal agents here smearing the great work. What happened back in 93 when the Klan showed up and told the feds to kill the Davidians that you wanted to help them? <laughs> hey, that's, uh, uh, I love that guy. He's All so right. great. Uh, what do you got? 
Oh, I found out I had a whole bunch of uh, just ISOs of uh, Kim Kardashian and uh, Kanye West. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom. You're <laughs> welcome. <Here's laughs> some more KKK ISOs. KKK ISOs, you know. Just stuff in my closet. Yeah, you know, just stuff in her closet. Is she saying Recently, the internet blew up. Is she saying there's <laughs> stuff in her closet? Is there's things inside her closet or is she saying she's stuffing her closet like she's stuffing her face oh i think uh, let's play that again just stuff in my closet just stuff in my closet things, yeah, things. yeah stuff in okay. yeah stuff inside her closet i was imagining her just yeah. pushing a bunch of suitcases and clothes into her closet stuffing it in there <laughs> i'm just stuffing my closet just stuffing my closet yeah yeah bathroom is just blown out yeah just the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> you guys that. need a bigger bathroom. I was like, oh, a bigger bathroom? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smooths out all cellulite. Yeah, because you want to do that, too. You, she, should, she should eat some of that special K, you know? That's what we learned on the show. Special K. Special K. I should go back to my uh, my other clips here. Oh, okay, there we go. Um. Well, we could, uh, I, I thought of the Karate Kid, a classic movie. Ooh, another double K. Du- double K. And uh, I did have a clip. Uh, it's wax on, wax off. Binning. I'm what? I'm being your goddamn slave is what I'm being, man. Now, we made a deal here. So? So? So you're supposed to teach and I'm supposed to learn, remember? For four days, I've been busting my ass. I haven't learned a goddamn thing. Uh, you learned plenty. I learned plenty. I learned how to sand your decks, maybe. I wax your car, paint your house, paint your fence. I learned plenty, right? Uh, not everything is as simple. Oh, bullshit. I'm going home, man. Daniel-san. Daniel-san. What? Come here. Show me sand the floor. I can't move my arm, all right? What are you doing? What are you... Ow! Ow, what are you doing? Now show me sand the floor. How did you do that? Shut up! Sand the floor. Stand up. Show me sand the floor. Sand the floor. Sand the floor. Big sucker. Sand the floor. Sand the floor. Now show me wax on, wax off. Hey. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Hey, wax on, hat. Wax off. Hat. Concentrate. Look in my eye. Lock a hand. Thumb inside. Wax on, hat. Wax off, hat. Wax on, hat. Wax off, hat. Wax on. Wax off. Show me paint the fence. Up, down. Down, up, down, other side, look eye, always look eye. Show me paint the house, side, side. Lock wrist, side, side, 
grave site. Hush. Show me wax on, wax off. Yes! 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 Show me painter fence. Yes! 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 Show me side to side. Yes! 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 Show me sand of floor. <laughs> Blocks all of uh, senses. Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Come back tomorrow. Sensei, what? Oh, yeah, because I guess he would be a sensei. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, Daniel's son. Daniel's son. Daniel's son. Well. <laughs> Rook and I. <laughs> Rook and I. <laughs> the Karate Kid. And then they remade it with Jaden Smith who, and Jackie Chan, I think. Oh. I think I think he was the best. I think that was the best one. The original? The first one. Yeah. The original one. Yeah. Just, I can't. It I was can't no Rocky Four, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's a, yeah, that's a good one. And it's a good one. I have that's you ever? I have another movie, and this is a like just like Karate Kid. It's a double K. Have you ever seen? Uh, let me find. Well, yeah, let me find it. Have you ever seen? Where to go? Stand by this movie. About nineteen Sounds like it's a horror movie. I was gonna guess. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a cult classic. Yeah. Clowns from out, killer clowns from. It's outer spelled space? clowns with a K. Killer clowns from outer space. Oh, outer it's space. uh, the movie. The movie starts off, and these guys find a just a glowing circus tent out in the woods, and oh. it's got like a nuclear reactor reactor under it. It's a UFO that landed, 
They find a bunch of po- uh, cocoons of cotton candy cocoons of people that are in there, and they rip one off, and they see a face. The guy sees a face of somebody knows, and he goes, <gasps> "Joe Lombardo." So they got Joe Lombardo in the cotton candy cocoon. They shoot popcorn guns that grow into little clown snakes. And what else do they do? There's they they have they do shadow puppets that eat people. The actual shadows do. <laughs> they have all kinds of weird, crazy shit they do. They they uh, have guns that turn people and melt people into ice cream. And all that's left is their bones and ice cream. And then the little baby clown comes and puts a cherry on top of the melted body. It's really <laughs> fucking goofy. That's so goofy. I have, uh, I'll play the trailer. Metro Goldwyn Mayer pictures. Oh, Christopher Titus is in this. Like any other night. Oh, wow. Then, it's a classic. Something happened. They made a video game on PlayStation recently that I want to play. You see that? Oh, cool. Something different. It's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? been knocking him dead all over the universe. What are you gonna do? Knock my block off. <laughs> anyway, it's it's pretty good. You gotta definitely watch that. Yeah, add that add that definitely. in the onion movie to your to your viewing list. There's Oh and the onion movie. There's a uh, there's a certain part that freaked me out as a little kid where the guy, the police chief that doesn't believe there's clowns and he keeps getting the 911 calls and thanks everybody's crank calling him from around the city. <laughs> and they finally, they get back to the office and you see the police chief there and he's got blood running down his cheek. So he looks like a, um, like a puppet that a ventriloquist would lose because of the blood streaks going down the sides of his cheeks and his oh, cheeks are painted red. And, uh, he's talking, but the clown is standing behind him using him as a ventriloquist. And then the clown, uh, it's like, what's the matter, Dave? He's talking to the other cop. <laughs> And then the clown just lets him fall over and pulls his hand out of his back and it's like full of blood. And he goes and just slaps the blood off and then starts walking at me like Ugh! that freaked me out as a kid. I was like, Ugh! but it's definitely a good it's a goofy ass fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, that does sound like a goofy movie. Oh, I like I love the uh, the the poster for it. Yeah, the practical the effects and energy or the I guess the prosthetics, the costumes they use for the clowns are great. <laughs> I have a good uh, I have another good K real quick. Oh, yeah. Kiss. Ah, kiss. Yes. I found yes. a really, I, one of the first results for kissing sound effects was on YouTube was <laughs> this that I'm about to play. And it's an ASMR of two girls kissing a microphone. Oh, okay. And it's just <laughs> disgusting. They're cute girls, but the, the, <laughs> the noise makes you want to vomit. There's there's versions that are like that that are hours long. Oh yeah, and I'm sure who is watching? (laughs) People that want to fall asleep. asleep. Oh yeah, they're just falling asleep to it, and they just and they wake up, and it's like it's like a you know those compilations that are like 24 hours long, and it's just kissing sound effects. (laughs) They're like, oh yeah, I can blow my brains out before I do that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, No, thank you. No. Uh, Okay, here's. 
Here's a good one. Early 1972, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons break up the band Wicked Lester to form a new group. Later that year, Peter Chris joins Paul and Gene and they briefly perform as a trio. Early 1973, Ace Fraley joins the band and Paul Stanley comes up with the name Kiss. Between 1973 and 1980, Kiss releases 10 albums. In 1980, Peter Chris leaves the band and is replaced by Eric Carr. In 1982, Ace Fraley leaves the band and is replaced by Vinnie Vincent. In 1984, Vinnie Vincent is fired and replaced by Mark St. John, who is then replaced by Bruce Kulick. In 1991, Eric Carr passes away after a long battle with cancer and is replaced by Eric Singer. In 1996, all four original members reunite for a worldwide reunion tour. 2001, Peter Chris again leaves the band and Eric Singer rejoins as the Catman. 2002, Ace Fraley calls it quits and is replaced by Tommy Thayer who takes up the moniker of the Spaceman. In 2003, Peter Chris rejoins the band then quickly leaves the band again and is replaced by, wait for it, Eric Singer. During Kiss's 40 years in the music industry, they have worldwide record sales of over 100 million, 30 gold albums, one of the most iconic live shows in music history, and the true rock anthem, Rock and Roll All Night. Do you have an idea for a new... Yeah, so that was the history of Kiss in 90 seconds, or as I like to call it, the history of the worst goddamn band of all time. Boo! Oh, yeah. Yeah, they stink. They're not... They fucking suck. They really do. Um, I, I don't know why they... People love them. People love Kiss. I yeah. don't get it. Well, Never they they have a more more toys and bullshit, plastic crap bullshit you can buy and Beanie Babies than fucking Star Wars. They, they are a bigger brand than George Lucas's shit, pretty much. It's... I don't... They, oh, they're yeah. good at marketing, but they're shitty at music, and they're all fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, this is they want Howard Stern on how they when decided on the band. When you guys were starting the band, you guys were originally Wicked Lester, which I think is a great name, by the way. And then you wanted to name the band Fuck. Uh, we were talking about it. Let's call uh, let's call the band Fuck. First record could okay, be okay. Okay, Gene Gene Simmons wanting to call it Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> Wasn't he the one he that did. fucked how, how many thousands of women? Yeah, he's like, like thirty thousand, and he's like, "How do you know you fucked that means Because I have pictures of me fucking all of them. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, do you believe that? I don't know. Like, were all these women like you know? Sober? I guess. I guess like, if you're on the know. if you're on tour and you're fucking multiple women a night, it's not that hard to get up to a number like that. But it's just kind of a I psychotic guess. thing to keep that close of track of it. Yeah, yeah, and like have maybe he's got like a. Score. He's keeping score, I guess. Yeah, I've been pretty promiscuous, but and but I don't know how many. I've not counted my body count, quote unquote. But it's nowhere. It's not even one. It's it's not even close to that. I just can't imagine. I lost count once I got a little ways into the double digits. I can't imagine. I just can't imagine a scenario where I'm counting in the tens of thousands. <laughs> yeah, tens of thousands, like. I don't know. That's some fucking like autistic, <laughs> psychotic shit right there. Se- fuck it. Yeah. Second okay. record could be you, but you. But it wasn't serious. All of us were riding in my car. I think it was a Plymouth or a Dodge Polaro. Plymouth Laser. And we were throwing around names. And I thought to myself, oh, Jesus, this is the name. 
dear God, let's not turn this into a, you know, an ego fight. And I said, you ready? Kiss. And everybody went, yeah. So to me, wow. kiss was uh, a, a word that transcended uh, the English language. You could go almost anywhere in the world and say the word kiss and people would go, oh, I've heard of them. Like yeah, you could also go anywhere in the world and say the word kiss, kiss death, and people would kiss know. Of yeah, passion. <laughs> right. It just seemed to incorporate all the elements of what we were doing. The letters didn't stand for anything. K-I-S-S. We're, not that, no. we're smart, no. but we're not that smart. <laughs> right. You know? they, the fans <laughs> think that. Do you guys, when I say own the name Kiss, in other words, if I put out a product that said um, uh, Kiss uh, bed sheets because I like the word, you, I couldn't, right? No. Wow. But we can make a deal. We can make a deal. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I have I have more uh I have more K stuff than I thought. Let me do one more where we're on KISS. I might have to needle drop this because I didn't actually pull any clips from it, so we'll see how it goes. But another K, Carl from Who Are These Podcasts is oh, coming. Yeah. He's gonna be on a week from tonight with Larry at that Larry show and possibly John Breaks Bad News. He'll become Carl of Who Are These Podcasts will be here. And this is him. On who are these podcasts? I remember talking covering. to John. I have I don't know if I've talked to, talked to Carl before, but that's cool. Yeah. So he, yeah, Carl's great. Um, even though he's lampooned some of the No Agenda Stream podcast, and he was on the No Agenda Stream until uh, he started doing Manscaped ads. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Carl's Carl's big time. He's I think he's pulling in like twenty grand a month on his Patreon. For, uh, Good for him. Yeah. He. Uh, nice is covering, I think, the same interview that that last clip was from on Howard Stern here. Okay. <laughs> when I was talking to Christian Blatt uh, this past week, he did the show with us, and he was uh, complaining that he had been listening to Howard Stern that morning, and Howard Stern had the rock band Kiss on their show. Aha. Uh-huh. You like Kiss, Eric? Uh, take it or leave it. There okay. are some songs I like. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy Kiss. Uh, I like them live. I like the spectacle. I like the whole thing. I'm not saying they're great songwriters or musicians. I don't think anyone's saying that. Uh, but it's fun. They're a fun rock band. They yeah, put on a show. I could, I could, you know, I could get behind that. Yeah, sure. There's, there's, I've seen them a couple times. 15 minutes. It's just amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 20 uh okay yeah yeah right. uh, yeah i mean as soon as as soon as beth is gonna start happening it's like ooh, oh ooh. all right well are we gonna leave or <laughs> should i just go take a shit <laughs> what do you guys want to do so kiss comes on and in only the way that howard stern can do it he turns it into a fucking therapy session and oh. eric for the first 30 minutes of this interview it is- and he carl's right about this because ever yeah. since howard stern started going to therapy and he brags he's like i go to therapy four days a week I'm like four days a week four days a week Fucking, <laughs> and, and, and by the way that kiss interview and midnight mike pointed this out too as a huge howard stern fan he's pretty follows this pretty close howard stern since covid started has been all his workers and everybody are at the studio and they yeah. fake it to make it look like howard's in the studio with him but howard is in his own studio in his house not around yeah. anybody else. And so, yeah. Kiss, so Kiss is looking at him on a screen and he's looking at them at screens and the, his co-host and producers are in the same room as Kiss. But Howard Stern is too much of a fucking germaphobe and weirdo to even go there. He wouldn't even open his window to wave at his limo driver like Midnight Mike said on that battle of douchebags. I Weird. thought I thought he hasn't left his house for like years. Yeah, well, it's, I think he recently. I don't know if that's, I think he recently uh, did. And he's vaccinated. Mm. 
But because Howard Stern is going to therapy four days a week, I he just is just in therapy mode all the time. Oh, and he yeah, just want, yeah. he, he does this with anybody that's on his show nowadays. If he's not l- lambasting them for uh, having an opinion that isn't like Hillary Clinton's the greatest person ever walked the face of the earth, if he's not calling them a Nazi because they don't agree with that or didn't get vaccinated or wishing yeah. death on them, then he's just re- asking people about their childhoods because he goes to therapy that's four boy. days a week. So he wants everybody else to uh. he wants to make everybody else <laughs> be in therapy four days a week. It's fucking retarded. It's nothing. But t- sorry, were you, sorry, were you say oh, that I was going to say that's interesting. Like, I, I've, I've had this observation for a little bit um, that because I remember Howard Stern, uh, you know, but paying for uh, breast implants for women to do crazy things like on the radio. Like that's what I, that's the Howard Stern I remember. Um, but uh, I think it's almost like he has. Uh, I've thought he kind of moved in. Like he's took over like Barbara Walters, like he's got a Barbara Walters yeah. thing going on, and he's now, starting to look like Barbara Walters. Too. He is, he is. And <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting that you say that he's therapy, and that that makes so much more. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. By the way, I just that's, saw in the chat the Killer Clowns poster you posted. Yes, I love oh, how yes. the subtitle or the the subtitle below Killer Clowns from Outer Space it just says it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's great it's talking crazy. about how they grew up how that's affected their lives now gene simmons is a 74 year old man and highly <laughs> successful at life paul stanley is 70 years old these guys probably aren't holding on to a bunch of shit from their childhood but nope not according to howard stern and so he starts <laughs> off by explaining that um they must love each other, these two. We're also aware that having been together for so long, it's the longest relationship I've ever had in my life, that's for sure. Are you in love with we, Paul? Yes, in a very real way. Me right. too. I'm not okay. going to do the jokes about the, when no, we're in no, jail and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> No, I'm look. glad you don't do the jokes. I think it's important for men to hear how important no. it is to say, I love Paul. Paul. Paul's my guy. He's my best friend. He's, well, we've we been we created this. magic together. Why is that important? Why does Howard think that's an important thing to talk about? <laughs> Howard Stern, uh, in his heyday, would have said that was that sounds like one of the most embarrassing things right. I've ever heard yeah. someone just say on the radio. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, yeah. Carl K is for Carl, and Carl will be on hey. with Larry next. Uh, I guess yeah, eight eight p.m. a week from today, the twenty eighth. Cool, nice, and. Uh, I'll do one more and I'll pass it back to you. This is uh, K is for karaoke. Sorry. Anyway, karaoke. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. I really like that one. <laughs> uh, what do you got? I've um, I actually I sent you a uh, K is for King of the Hill, and I I sent you a YouTube clip. Oh, uh, on, where did you on, send that? On uh, IRC and uh, oh shoot. I, I didn't clip it. I, I just off. I, 
uh, <laughs> off the cuff, I realized. Uh, I had a I had a case for King of the Hill coming up too, so this works good. Oh, good, good. This is probably one of my favorite uh, scenes. Oh, I forgot I have IRC muted. Well, open. do you want to lose a lung? Because if you do, I am sure there's another little boy out there who would take it in a second. Didn't you read this? Cancer, mm-hmm. heart disease, mm-hmm. emphysema. Oh, I thought those were the ingredients. Do you know Bill Hicks <laughs> joke about that? <laughs> uh, say that again? The Bill Hicks joke about that? Uh, oh. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, you know, smoking kills? <laughs> Bill Hicks goes, yeah, that's why I, I just don't buy the ones that say lung cancer. <laughs> Let me get a carton oh, yeah. of low birth weights. This one just says low oh, birth yeah. weights. Oh, fuck it. I found my brand. <laughs> found my brand. Well, oh, yeah, that's a lot. Because if you do, I am sure there's another little boy out there who would take it in a second. Didn't you read this? Cancer, mm-hmm. heart disease, mm-hmm. emphysema. Well, I thought those were the ingredients. Hey, do not be a smart mouth, young man. Now, I gave up smoking so you could be free of birth defects, and this is how you repay me? Yeah, you don't know how hard it is to quit. Your mother and I went through hell trying to... Hey, don't recline, oh might, while I'm talking to you. Bobby, smoking is a nasty, filthy, filthy habit. And only trailer trash smoke nowadays. Now, do you want to look like trailer trash? That's not fair. I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you finish this. Oh, honey, you are not trash. Just because you grew up in a trailer and your mama's in prison. All right, Joe Campbell. You want to smoke? Let's go smoke. Now look here, you are going to smoke this entire carton. Huh? I thought you said you didn't want me to smoke anymore. Oh, this will take care of that, believe me. I wish my daddy'd had the parenting skills to do this for me, I tell you what. (laughs) Start puffing, boy. We got to get through 200 of these. Joseph, I understand you smoked your first (laughs) cigarette today. I'm sorry, Dad. I'll never smoke again. Whoa, hold on, son. I want you to keep an open mind so you can make an informed decision. If you want, you can read a bloated government report on smoking. Or go straight to the horse's mouth and get the facts from the tobacco industry. (laughs) Fucking pop out, (laughs) buddy. Get the facts. Man, this is making me want a cigarette. Sakes, Bobby, what nationality are you? American. Then why are you holding your cigarette like some kind of European (laughs) Nazi in the movie? He's holding his fag like a fag, dude. That's not the right sort of attitude for you to have. Whatever you do, you should do right, even if it's something wrong. Okay. No, 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 I said American. Here, let me show you. That is not how to inhale, Bobby. You're hotboxing it. You gotta inhale slow. (laughs) You see? Slow. Like that. Okay. Uh, Wait a minute. Let me show you one more time. (laughs) No two ways about it. Smoking is a filthy, disgusting habit. How come you smoked? Well, it wasn't as bad for you back then. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty keen, huh? (laughs) The trick is to get your thumb under the filter. But of course, smoking is wrong, so uh, you'll have to try this with a dowel or something. (laughs) 
Come on, only one pack left. I think I'm gonna barf. That's what I wanted to hear. Good job, son. How in the hell could you get through 190 or 180 cigarettes without puking? <laughs> like in one Yeah, sitting? I know. The fact that he made it through 19 packs of cigarettes before puking is pretty incredible. Yeah, that is pretty incredible. <laughs> or I guess it'd be 10, nine packs. Uh, yeah. When you're finished, you want to get that with a hose? There you go. <laughs> Now I ha- I pulled uh, I pulled two King of the Hill clips here. Also, I have a bunch of ISOs. Uh, oh, nice! My God, are you still a loser? You're a loser. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.com, and you got that naked chicks on there, man, you just go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. I just played all my <laughs> all my old King of the Hill ISOs at once there, but uh, this is a classic. This is this is when uh, they're trying to figure out who did, did did something, and when they're firefighters, I think, and they're going through everybody's memory of it, and this is Boomhauer's memory of the events. Tell you what, a dang old detector man talk about government take away freedom of smoke, man. Tell you what, a dang old yo man get. Hey, man, I'll tell you what, man, old dang old boy ain't right. Man, I'm going to talk about old kicking them dang old ass, man. I don't take, for God's sakes, Hank, act like an adult, man. And keep it down, guys, will you? I am trying to get through an article on vintage Camaros, and I've been on the same dang page for 20 minutes. <laughs> dang old pretty, pretty pizza, I, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then That's pretty good. there was a, the episode where... You remember the episode with the tornado when Hank is holding onto a tree and all his clothes get sucked off? Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. It's a classic episode. <laughs> During the end credits of that, this is uh, mm-hmm. while the credits are rolling, Hank talks to the TV audience. Oh, okay. He drives up on his mower. You might have noticed in tonight's episode there was some brief nudity. Now, as an actor, I only do nudity when I feel the script warrants it. And I thought tonight's episode only warranted seeing the side of my rump. You can believe me when I tell you the Fox executives were pushing for a whole lot more. (laughs) If any of you were offended by my body, I'm truly sorry. Good night. (laughs) You want to spend all your time on the toilet, be my guest. Yeah, pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's about everything I got. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I got, uh, let's see, what what are these clips that I have? I have uh, some shorties from uh, a comedian named Andy Kindler, and he was on- I bet he's great uh, at making fires. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He was, uh, and this was him on uh, The Letterman Show- uh, and he had a segment uh, about uh, collections uh, and people who collect things. Uh, one of them was a a, a Barbie collector. So uh, the, let's see the Barbie collector first. This is Carter Emmart. He has a collection of over 400 Barbie dolls. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. My parents wouldn't let me have a G.I. Joe because uh, it was a doll. 
So now you're kind of you're kind of sticking it to your parents in well, a way, right? So. Well, my parents wouldn't give me any dolls either, but they were willing to give me uh, a series of paralyzing neuroses. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this: four hundred expressionless faces. It's like any night for me at a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was laying in bed with it, with a bunch of Barbies, and I clipped that because that was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed the the uh, Barbie movie. Gotta say, so did I. Wasn't it great? It was great. It was it was like Scott Pilgrim if Scott Pilgrim was made for women. Yeah, girls. but and this was That's, so it was okay. very unique. It was a really unique movie. That's why I liked about it. It was, and it was funny. And the all, ending was and pretty the, retarded. But other than that, yeah, I think the ending could have could have been the third arc. It kind of fell apart in the third act there. Yeah, but I liked I liked the way it. I liked the the. Uh, the last line of it, that was just like, it got me. I was like, oh, oh that's good. Gynecological. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, uh, that got, that there got me. There were some good lines in there. I remember great. the girls, when they're in the car chase or whatever, the that little girl says, like, uh, somebody says, why do you hate women? She goes, everybody hates women. Men hate women and women hate women. It's the one thing everyone agrees <laughs> on. <laughs> there, were some, there were some good lines in there. Will Ferrell uh, was great and Michael Sarah was great. Uh, it was probably the best movie of the last five or 10 years, which isn't saying much because they haven't made a good movie since 2010. But no, uh, this, this was the, probably the best comedy I've seen probably over probably 15 years. It was like, just as very, far as, it as was far unique. As the, every movie's it. Cause every movie that comes out is the same fucking movie. It's like video games yeah. where every halo and call of duty and all that shit. It's the same fucking shit. Every time this was a oh, movie yeah. that finally came out where it's like, wow, that was a different movie. Yeah, it wasn't the yeah. same old recycled shit. So just for that yeah. alone, I I recommend it. Definitely, me too. Yeah, yeah. Just go in with an open mind. Don't like it's it's a pretty movie. It's really fun, and all the Kens, all the main Kens were Canadian. You got Ryan Gosling, uh, oh, yeah. Michael Sarah, and then uh, well, Michael Sarah the, wasn't a Ken. He was what's his name, Alan or something. Alan, yeah, yeah, yeah Ken's friend, but yeah. uh, but he's he, yeah, they're both from from Ontario, and uh, I think the the Chinese guy he was from Mississauga, Ontario, yeah, yeah, it was good. I recommend it. It was good. I loved it. And I got anything, my mom to watch I, it. I knew she I wanted it. to see it when Ben Shapiro said it was the worst fucking thing ever, and Dick Masterson was was saying it was great. I was like, this has got to be pretty good if Ben Shapiro hates it. <laughs> Do you think it, so. he really saw it? But I mean, there was a picture of him standing there. I took notes. Did you see that picture? I saw him like standing beside it, but in like, the movie theater, and he's got a notepad. He's like, "I just got out of the Barbie movie, worst movie ever." I took notes. <laughs> I like, took fuck notes. you, little Ben. <laughs> that dude. Had, that dude was criminally. I mean, the, the I, I guess it's because it's because he was facing off against Ethan Klein, but he should have made it a oh, lot yeah. further in Battle of Douchebags. But I guess oh, because yeah. the people that listen to this show are lean conservative, what? so people like Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro didn't get their fair shake in the uh, douchebag battles, I don't think. Oh, yeah. The, both of those guys are just... They're both pretty bad. They're yeah. both awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You bring your, your lady back for the first evening. You might have some explaining to do. Oh, these 400 Barbies? I'm... G- just going to bring them over to my 400 nieces house. <laughs> I got I got grounded when I was a little kid for blowing up my uh, mom's old Barbie toys with fi- like M80 fireworks. <laughs> <gasps> oh, no. So I, she I had was, like a big collection. Well, no, it was just like old random. But she was like, 
it was it was just that I found a box. I don't know. I was you know six or seven years oh, old, and I had some fire, yeah. had some firecrackers. I was just looking stuff. for shit to blow up. <laughs> I didn't want to blow up my toys, and I found a box of old Barbies from like the seventies in a box upstairs. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh jeez! No. Uh, speaking of explosions and fire, back to Kindler here. Oh yeah, Kindler. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's some interesting uh, collections. Um, uh, I I know there's two toothbrush collector clips. I I I meant to only have one, and I don't know how two got in there. Uh, just a duplicate, bro. This is Andrew yeah. Contrino. He's collected every toothbrush he's ever owned. Andrew. Yes. This is the worst collection I've ever seen. In my entire life. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is the worst. There's a show that I just absolutely love. It's produced by Nathan Fielder, the Nathan for you guy on HBO. It's called oh. How to with John Wilson. You seen that? Oh, okay. Um, I I know Nathan Fielder. Um, but he he's to? not in it, but he produces. It. So How to with John Wilson on HBO is it's. Speaking of just cinema that's completely unique, it's uh, it's kind, of, it's basically just it's like Planet Earth. I think is how he describes it in the trailer. Except it's just one guy filming things, and it's mostly things in Manhattan. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, but, but he narrates it, and it's it's just brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. But um, I don't. It's one of the most interesting. It's just a fascinating look at humanity. If you love people watching, it's basically people watching the show, but with hilarious narration and some of the most crazy rabbit holes ever. But there's this one I just recently saw on the third season that's new where he I can't remember the topic of the episode, but he go, he ends up meeting some guy that has a vacuum collection. And this guy has hundreds oh. of vacuums. Whoa. And he then he starts talking to this guy and the guy takes him to a vacuum convention in which hundreds and thousands of people gather to show off their vacuum collections and add vacuums to their vacuum collections. And they all say, yeah, I, I was in the closet about it for a long time when I was a kid because I knew everybody would think it was weird. Uh, my pa- I didn't even tell my parents I would hide vacuums in my bedroom. And the whole time I'm thinking this, they never, nobody ever come out and said it, but I'm like, these guys are sticking their dicks in the vacuum hose, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, there's, no, there's no way that that many people love vacuums that much. No, but, no, there can't It's be. like a freaking... V- <laughs> vacuum cleaner collection expo like comic-con for vacuums it's so weird <laughs> yeah. well it's so weird <laughs> but yeah, that, maybe I, that's it's the a, same crowd that show's really that show is just a really just a phenomenal show it's i don't even i don't even want to talk about it enough because you got to go in surprised for a lot of those ones you'll be oh I'm, it's on yeah. edge of your seat type of shit usually that happens on that show um <laughs> all right well which uh which collectors next here um we got uh how about the uh, Elvis collector? <laughs> the largest private collection of Elvis memorabilia outside Graceland is owned by Russ Howe and Tom Salva. Now, how did you get all this stuff? Did uh, did Priscilla Presley have a yard sale? What? Well, how did it work exactly? No, the uh, a lot of my items I got from uh, Sonny West, who became a real close personal friend of mine. That, and just in case you were wondering, that was one of my ideas of a joke there. But I was going, I was like. What did Priscilla Presley have a yard sale? I wish, and I would have, and I would have thought at that point, huge laugh from you guys. <laughs> now that's a, that's a K that you might not have even noticed because Elvis is the king after all. <gasps> oh, that's right, the king. The king. Oh, double double K's. 
There's two things oh you need to know about the king. The king's number one, okay. and look out. Okay. <laughs> okay. I did not know that that was uh, Jack White from the White Stripes playing Elvis in Walk Hard till recently. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Huh. I was like, whoa. I'm going to watch King. Walk Hard again. Yeah. Fuck cats. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and then there's uh, the costume jewelry collector. That would that was pretty fun. Next, I met Judith Schwartz, a renowned antiques collector. The heyday of American of costume jewelry was in the 1950s. And the world center of costume jewelry was in Providence, Rhode Island, and New York City. I'm sorry, I dozed off during the, the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> you know we're talking about? Handmade German marbles from the 19th century. The Germans uh, made a lot of toys? They did. They made toys in the in pre-World War II. A lot of interesting toys came out of Germany. Is that because they're known as being so fun-loving? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this guy's good. I feel like yeah. I've seen him. I would rec- I need to look him up. I'd recognize his face probably. Yeah, yeah. He, he his stand up's pretty pretty great. I, what I've year seen are these him- clips taken? From- oh, I know this guy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think this was from twenty. Uh, uh, I want to say two thousand three, two thousand. He's think in it was Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've seen this dude and stuff. Yeah. Andy Kindler. Andy Kindler. Well, shucks. All right, I've one more. I've seen him do stand up live a couple times. He was oh, like, like doing a live. Yeah, is yeah. Is his stand up good? His stand up's great. It's a lot of fun. Nice. He's really good. I need to go to a stand up show. It's been too long. Oh, hell yeah. We don't have any. They closed down the only club here in Knoxville, so I got to go all the way out to Nashville pretty much. Unless I want to just see open mics or go to a theater. Mm. I, I guess like big comedians come to the theaters around here, but I like the club setting a lot more. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Zanies in Nashville is a really good one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've heard of Zanies. Yeah, they got one out in Chicago and one in Nashville, I think. Unless there's a Oh, that's one. cool. But, uh, okay, yeah, Andy Kindler with sports memorabilia. Stuart Frolinger has an impressive collection of sports memorabilia. I'm very excited. I'm a collector myself. Collector of what? Laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> what does the term mint conditioned mean? Perfect. Perfect condition, probably not touched by right. human hands. I just wanted to say to you, as one man to another, that I am in mint condition sexually. I have been untouched <laughs> by human hands. I'm sorry for you. I'm not embarrassed to say that you have nice balls. I really do. Also, I enjoy these as well. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. That was a lot of good K's. K's yeah, a hard one to find because there's not that many good words that start with K, but I feel like we did as good as we could. I think so, too. It was a, That was a challenging letter. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to the next one. Just wait is, till we get to Z. Oh, that's true. That's another challenging one. I guess X, X, X will be, be hard. Yeah, X will yeah, be hard. Yeah, that'll be hard. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think uh, Elon Musk gave us a freebie with X with that one. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I think uh yeah, I'm all out of stuff. You got anything left? Um I'm all out of stuff. I I think I think we could wrap it up. Well, Carolyn, it's always a pleasure having you. Oh, and, it's uh, always a pleasure to be here. Thank well, you, Chris. I was having a fun you. time. And of course, Hog Story every Monday night, eight PM Eastern, usually or thereabouts. 
Yep, yep, thereabouts. Yep, hogstory.com. .net.com and uh, noagendastream.com. Yeah. Although you got to right. switch back over to hogstory.com when Behind the Scheme starts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, let's close out with this. I was looking for uh, Hank Hill singing Elvis, but it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Because King of the Hill, the king covered by King of the Hill. But I couldn't find and, that. But I did find. But we'll uh, be back with L's. This is going to yes. be the next one. Yes. Let's not forget that. Best of L. <laughs> Best of L. Let's try this. We'll see how this goes. Close the show. Well, life on the farm kind of late, but ain't much an old country boy if you came high. Thoroughly can ride, early in his sack. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life, baby, did me no harm. Raising me a family, working on the farm. Days are all filled, living easy, cut the charm. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fire, my forgot me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a fun of fun and Thank God I'm a country boy. When the work's all done and sunset low, pull out the fiddle and a rosin up the bow. Kids are asleep, so I keep a cut alone. And thank God I'm a country boy. I'd play solid good and all day if I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. And thank God I'm a country boy. Open up your eyes, man. Recorded a couple episodes with them, the audio before he passed. I think three for the new King of the Hill reboot. So oh, I wonder how that'll I, work out. They might. I wonder if they'll kill him off in the show or 
Mm. Maybe they'll AI deepfake the rest of <laughs> Yeah. That seems like it'd be a little disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think so. I think they yeah, need to give him a good send off in the show. They they should. He's such a great character. Love like, just lovable. Oh, lovable. I ju- and I just realized we had two orders of business that I missed. Um, oh, what's that? Well, Sir Candinavian sent a voicemail in. I don't know if it's one he wanted to oh. play. Let's see. Okay. Sorry, I have a stammer for the contest today. Oh, no. What have I said? Contest today. Contest. I didn't know there was a contest. I didn't know that either. That might be referencing something we said earlier that I missed. Oh, okay. And he sent a text in with a picture that said, Oh, Tay. Oh, Tay. And it's got... Eddie Murphy is buckwheat. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. And then also, uh, just to close out here, there was one clip I think we didn't play, and it was the, because we got a call come in, the kick.exe oh, yeah. meme explanation. Do we do that? Oh, yeah. That was the uh, that was the kick.exe explanation of, of, the, uh, um, of that Sonic the Hedgehog with the elongated legs. It's, uh, I forget, it was like two minutes or something. Well, do you want to just close on that? Any setup? Yeah, let's close. Um, it's a it's a guy describing what the um uh what the cartoons about and where the origins of that Sonic comes from. All right. Well, we're in for All real right. this time on some education. All right. Thank you, Carolyn. Yeah. Hogstory.net.com. Oh, oh, thank you, Chris. I love you. Love and you. And we'll be back. I'll be we'll be back on uh, with the best of the L's. Later. Later. Springless Echo's upload of a clip titled Kick on their YouTube channel Springless Music has gone absolutely stratospheric. Since the 15th of August, it has garnered over 2 million views and has inspired countless copycat memes. So what is it that makes this creepy animation of a Japanese-speaking Sonic with elongated limbs, pointy ears, and uttering the words, as I said before, in your case, before kicking tails into the stratosphere, so special? Well, this particular clip is beholden to a very specific version of the Sonic fandom. It takes place within Sonic.exe, one of the longest-running fanfiction creepypasta universes to exist surrounding our favourite spiky blue hedgehog. In August 2011, a user known as JC the Hyena made a fateful submission to the creepypasta wiki. The story revolved around an enigmatic CD-ROM that had been received by the narrator from a friend. Written on the CD was the unsettling label Sonic.exe, which would become the name of the ever-evolving universe still expanding today. This is where Springless comes in, as they created the Sonic.exe character Rewrite we see in the memes. Rewrite has an incredibly impressive entry in the Sonic.exe fandom wiki, which states, Rewrite, by Springless Echo, is an egocentric demonic entity, with the given purpose of being a digital version of God himself. The first appearance of Rewrite appears to be in a Friday Night Funkin' mod called Verse Rewrite Sonic.exe, which includes some absolutely banger tracks composed by Springless and some killer 3D pixel models. According to its wiki page, Verse Rewrite is an original take on the infamous Sonic.exe creepypasta. This mod takes place after many playthroughs of the original Sonic.exe game. It isn't uncommon for the Sonic community to frequently dip in with other largely community-driven areas of the internet, which can of course be observed with the crossover between it and Friday Night Funkin'. This makes sense, as the two are both heavily propagated by fandoms and creative modders. As such, Rewrite has become its own beloved character, starring in many excellent animations uploaded to Springless's channel, and has inspired countless levels of fan art and references. Sonic the Hedgehog is, and always will be, one of the longest-running inspirations for creative works online, whether that be incredible 
incredibly cursed explorations of our spiky blue friend for a piece that is far more innocent. In short, Rewrite is testament to the unbelievably huge and creative community built around the Sonic.exe fandom. And as such, Springless's clip Kick naturally has a huge foundation upon which to thrive as a meme in 2023. What meme would you guys like me to give a lesson in next? Let me know in the comments below. And remember, like and subscribe! Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast, and uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague.